0: What it is, what is up, what is good, gamers? This is Sunday One, a.k.a. Doolamite.
1: Bling bling! Y'all. Yo.
0: And your auditory canals are tuned in to episode 166 of the Gaming Vessels podcast. <laughs> And as usual, I am not in the digital studio alone, along with me, got my partners in crime first on deck, it's Dez, aka the high-res hater, aka the Bay Area terror, aka the cat daddy, aka the gamer stepdaddy, what's going on, man?
2: Hey, not much, as usual, just uh, we're just want to say that I am done with Saturday classes. Yay. So I'm very excited about that. It was a lot of uh, I don't want to say it was a lot of fun, but they went faster than I expected. Uh, had a pretty good teacher, uh, which made it all go by that much faster. So I finally have my Saturdays back. <laughs> so I'm excited with that. So, yay. So today is good day. To Thank Last <laughs> yeah. time I
1: went to Saturday school, man, I got I got punished,
2: man. That was a punishment for you. No, it was not a punishment for me? Like I, mean, I actually thought you
0: actually paid money to go to school on a yeah. Saturday.
2: <laughs> yeah, I did. I paid money to go to school on Saturday. Yikes! So, but no, it was uh, it was good. I enjoyed it. Um, it's been fun uh, for the most part. So I can't really be mad about it. So so yeah, but I'm happy to be uh, done. So, yay.
1: <laughs> Congrats, yeah. When I went to Saturday school, it's because I did a zinc hial during the Pledge of Allegiance. So, you know, so I can see you doing some silly stuff like oh, that.
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah. Gosh. Thought he was being all funny. he's like, not Wong on Twitter, boy. otherwise you'd be canceled.
1: Oh, yeah. I know. You no, know, This is I'm, a long old time ago. So I'm Joe.
2: I'm funny. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm a jabroni. <laughs>
0: And of course, that other Joe, that other Joe, that other, other so that other, Joe, is. <laughs> that that other game, <laughs> is belongs to Joe because our show is a no-go without Trader Joe, aka Jabroni Chief. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise known as the Food Max of gaming, who can maximize your gaming dollar?
1: What's going on, Boop? Hey, what's going on, man? I'm um, getting near the end of my gaming, like you know, hiatus, my purchasing hiatus, and mm-hmm. I'm actually feeling pretty good. You know, when I started the um approach of doing this, it's like it was something where I was dreading because all these like bangers, but it just kind of changed my perspective yeah. a bit. Now I'm not I looking you know to why, you why, know why is you that
2: changed? because you lived.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. You
2: didn't die.
1: No, I didn't. That's crazy.
2: Everything's good.
1: Yes, yeah, so I got my steel yeah. books. You know, I wanted to get my steel books. The only thing I missed was one of the Elden Ring steel books, but yeah, I'll I'll live a, live another day. So you
2: will, you will live another day.
1: And so don't don't anticipate hearing me going all cray cray on May first, because you know, I don't uh... know.
2: I'm I'm part of me is kind of scared for you. <laughs> scared what? Part of me is kind of scared for you, chasing that digital dragon. <laughs> I gotta have <laughs> it, man. Yeah, yeah, I gotta, gotta have heaven. it. No, do, no. Yeah, we're gonna like, come yeah, over. Let Xbox
1: Game Pass and PlayStation uh plus be my methadone, you know.
2: There you go. Slowly, slowly, slowly. <laughs> games with gold.
1: Yes. <laughs> oh games with gold, man. Games of gold is like the like the malt liquor of uh, game services. Yeah, oh <laughs> but
2: but but when you need something. That is the sludge at the bottom of the when barrel, you, when you right? Need there. Something, <laughs> When you need something, it'll fit the bill. It's got to get you through the day,
0: buddy. Man, just, 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 just get a month <laughs> of game passes. Just gotta, <laughs> you just know, if just nothing gotta else. It's got to the day. Just get you through the day. <laughs>
2: yeah. All you got to do is get you
0: through the day. <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of getting us through the day, we're going to tell you about the days of our week game-wise. As usual, our first topic on the docket is going to be the playlist. All right, Dez, why don't you kick things off? What you been playing?
2: What have I been playing? Um, aside from playing school, uh, which which I have been enjoying, um, I uh, so real quick, I have been really into uh the 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 roguelike deck builders. I don't know. They all play a lot a lot of them play the same, but just looking at the new innovations that are coming out with them um is really kind of making me really excited to to try more you know i really like the gameplay i like the card battling aspect Uh, and i just think that it it is a it is a genre ripe for for um exploration and i want to be there for it i think um i think it's a lot of fun it's very most of it's pretty cartoony you can have various different types of of uh scenarios cards all you think about it you 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 you, you can just do all kinds of stuff with it and i think that it's amazing that you can do that um having said that uh a lot of the stuff that i've been playing so far have have been just that still playing tainted grail conquest um you have to beat these certain bosses in order to um in order to progress and you have to beat the four like prequel but prequel but the four you know big bosses before you go to uh, a new boss um and that's when the 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 rest of the game will will slowly start to get uh open up a little bit more because it is an rpg so which i think is just fantastic um so I'm still playing that. I'm also playing. Um, uh, I'm also started playing. Um, Slay the Spire, uh, and that game again was sort of like it's funny because it it's not it hasn't been out for a very long time, but is it is kind of the OP of of these kind of games. So, uh, so the Spire is kind of you know one of the games that basically started the 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 deck builder renaissance if you will in which uh, a lot of folks started started making um these deck builders um and so i started playing that because it was on uh, it was free on psn so i bought it and started started playing it and you know it's like i said it's been it's been a lot of fun so i've been really enjoying it um And the last game that I've been playing is uh, No Man's Sky. I actually went back to it. I know that sounds really weird. And you're like, whoa, what are you doing? No Man's Sky. But yeah, I I actually went back to it. um, When we were talking about it on the last show, they've added a whole bunch of stuff to it. um, And it keeps changing. And I wanted to see exactly what they added to it. Because I didn't want to be one of those people that was like, you know, oh, the game's terrible. Oh, it doesn't have anything. But my, and, and I, w- I want to have a better, um, a better, uh, I don't want to say response, but just a better. Um,
1: just an have, idea of where the game is. Yeah, currently yeah, at exactly. You know, yeah. yeah I'm curious too. So. Yeah,
2: so like, where's the game gone? And yeah, it's a lot of the same, you know, going around um, and doing what you're going, what you you know, going around and trying to survive. In the vacuum of space, you know, which is that's that's basically what what the game is about, and that's fine. Uh, but what they've what they have done, which I thought was really interesting, is they've added these sort of weekly or like week week long uh, events that you can do. And what those basically are is uh, they're like seasons, basically. So you have five weeks to go on this little adventure, and then at the end of the adventure, you get something. Uh, you get like a, a, a cool thing for the event and then and then once you're done, that's it and then you can start the game over again. You can go to do something different. So so it's these little mini kind of quests that you can do that, that's kind of outside everything else. And, and I've kind of I've, I'm kind of enjoying it. You know, granted, you can still play the normal game um, and do and do all of the other stuff in it. Um, it's just these quality of life things that they've that they've added to the game have made it really nice being third person, you know, outlaws is coming out. So you can actually be an outlaw now, um, and, and fight other players. So that, so there's like a PV, a PV, uh, P things sort of coming out. So that's kind of cool. It's like, so stuff like that. Not that I'm going to do a lot of PV, uh, PVP in, in the game, but it's just been interesting to, to just kind of fly around and, and play the game again. Um, will I continue to play it? Probably not. It's it, I wanted to check it out, and then I'm probably gonna gonna play for a little while, and then move on to something else because that's what this game kind of you know offers. You know that that's what the game offers, and that's not a that's not a bad thing or a good thing. It's just it's just how the game is is. You know, you play it for a little while, you put it down. You play it for a little while, and you put it down. You know, and the fact that this game is constantly, uh, the game is constantly being, um, updated and, and it's all for free, just makes it all, all the better. So, uh, so yeah, like, good job to Hello Games for, for continually, uh, adding to the game and making the game something, uh, something better. So, but that's really all that I have been playing. Um, this week so joe buddy what have you been playing
1: uh not much uh you know since we recorded last uh did more um banner yeah um, you've been playing a lot of it yeah so i i finished up all the banner bounties on there and uh actually uh crucibles kind of become like a go-to go-to like you know just relaxing i hate to say crucible being relaxing but uh I could easily just sit there and play control for a while and whatnot. So I haven't really jumped back in the Shadow Key campaign, but, uh, you know, I'm still in it to win it. We did game night with uh, Chase specifically. Me and Chase were doing some uh, first time I did a um, Vanguard playlist on there. I I know that there is a armor bounty with the armor synthesis that we were doing on there running some strikes and doing the the vanguard strike playlist on there so back back to all the usual destiny business you know i wouldn't be surprised next episode of hearing me talk about gambit or something i'll just be in it to win it over here so
2: well i'm glad that you're having fun with it though i mean you really you really um enjoy it and and you seem to be super happy that you're playing it again so i think that's great
1: yeah, it's kind of cool that I just kind of picked up, uh, you know, I, you know the, I think the big thing is, is knowing, especially when you return to a game you've been away from for months and months and months, as far as, you know, resuming and picking up and picking up how things are evolving with the game and whatnot. And uh, it's still that tried and true uh, gameplay for Destiny 2 that, you know, we all fell in love with and, you know, played very well if need be um and so i'm you know still enjoying it but i know i need to i want to go to other games and whatnot you know i know i talked about a couple episodes ago i have call of duty vanguard from the library and that has to be back i think next week i've even played that game and i got dying light 2 on the library too so i'm going to definitely uh try to get off the destiny crack and get on with some other games I want to play too. So, so we'll see what happens with all that. Also played some uh, outriders. I uh, finished a campaign finally with Kev. Uh, Kev, thanks for helping me push through that uh, last boss. I know we dialed down the difficulty just to get her done on there, but, uh,
0: ain't no shame in that. Cause that was nope. a pain in the butt. Yeah. not at all.
1: And then we're just kind of doing some of the new Horizons, like in-game stuff right now in anticipation. We'll have more Outriders' uh, s- new stuff and news as far as for World Slayer that got unveiled this past week. So so definitely something to wear. Um, I'm still going to be playing Outriders, uh, probably continue to play Outriders and see if we get some better drops. But, you know, I don't know if you guys are looking to kind of just take a break from it until the new content comes out, but... You know, i've
2: sort of taken a break from it oh i but, we definitely you know, take until a break. the until the new content comes out that's just kind of how i've been right now so yeah <clears throat> you know no 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 shade but you know i i will be playing it you know day one when it comes but right now mm, i'm i just want to play something else so
1: all good yeah so. no but uh, other than that yeah it's been kind of slow game week for me so definitely looking forward to get back in get back into some other titles I've been meaning to play. Uh, And uh, I know the recent uh, release date for Xenoblade Chronicles 3 got me kind of, you know, thinking I need to, like, you know, maybe approach and start playing the first game and uh, taking a look at the other games in the series, too, and looking at that as well. So on there, because I'm excited. I've definitely been a fan of that series, and it's just I feel like I've kind of been slow rolling it a little bit. So so that's it for me, Kev. What you been up to this past week?
0: So I haven't really been up to a whole lot game-wise. Uh, no overtime, but uh, uh, I've been I've been playing the hustle game, I guess. Um, I'm going through uh, some of my co- some of my collectibles, namely, well, I'm going to go through both my Hot Wheels collection. And my comic book collection, I decided I decided to start with the comics and since the, the least I have the least amount of comics in comparison to my Hot Wheels and just look into kind of selling them. I wouldn't I, wouldn't, I kind of want to sell my collection uh, and sell some of uh, my Hot Wheels uh, just to kind of get some uh, get a little side thing going on uh, on eBay for a little extra extra cashola. And uh, yeah, exploring prices on comic books is a job in and of itself. Yep. It's, uh I thought it would be like easier <laughs> than what it than what it actually is. Yeah. Uh, fortunately, I have come across some a couple of web pages that have helped me out. So I'll just I'll just shout that out. A cover price is one of them. I'm using their online feature just as a, as an online source to store my collection. Uh, just so I can easily it's like, hey, do I have that book? I can just just be it's like easier to look it up than to fish through my collection physically. Uh, and and get to a book to price it. And it's, and, and it's weird, man, because speaking of prices, it's, it, it, it pricing is very weird with, with these things, man. It's like, I've got, when I looked up the prices on some of the books, because I have what, I guess what they would be called, most of my stuff is, what is it, Bronze Age is what, the 90s? Is that what they call that yeah. Bronze Age? Yeah. So most of my stuff is Bronze Age. I have some Silver Age, which I think that was from like the mid to late eighties. If I'm, if I'm not, uh, if I, Silver if Age I... is
1: really starting from like nineteen sixty-two up till wherever. I'm not sure where it ends. Uh, Des, I know you're a little bit. More.
2: Uh, sometime in the eighties uh, or late seventies.
1: Late seventies, okay.
0: I have a few uh, of that, not much, but but a little bit of that. I have my, my earliest comics start at like 86. I've got a few from 86 going through the 80s, but most of my stuff is like, like all this stuff is like from the 90s, like all throughout the 90s. And researching some of this stuff like on eBay, it's like I've got some stuff that seems to be worth a lot, and and it's like I don't know I and that's why I went on ahead and had to like look at for these alternate sources to get an accurate pricing because, then it's like well which books are we're gonna give you more if you go and have them graded professionally as opposed to just selling them raw. Do you have the what they call that the white pages version, or you have newsstand version? And it's like some of these are the newsstand is worth more than the white pages, and then mm-hmm. the white pages is worth more than the newsstand, depending on uh, just just like it 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 is it is a job in and of itself. So uh, I have I have spent most of my free time uh perusing YouTube and looking at some of these uh, comic, comic channels and getting some, uh, some ideas as to where to go to look up, to look up prices and whatnot. One thing that I, that I was really disappointed in was, (laughs) (laughs) and, and I just happened to find, cause I have like one, I think I have about 10, books that were that were actually signed by the artist um i've got and most just to, i've got a, i know i've got at least two signed by Jim Lee and i've got the rest of them are from Todd McFarlane and this is the this one guy this one uh, youtube channel and i'm assuming that they know their stuff based off the the number of uh, subscribers they've got, they, they have, he did a uh, mistakes that people make when sending comics to be graded. And he's like, for everybody that, <laughs> that, that has these signed books from the artists, it's like, if, if the if the cdc or the gdc whichever one it's it's the one that has the, the
2: grading system the
0: grading system is like if they don't see it signed they're not they can't they can't verify it
2: yep
0: and like all of the stuff that i have are unfortunately way back in the day the stuff that i have mm-hmm. autographed rather way back in the day um uh home shopping network used to sell comics yep and they had they had jim lee (laughs) and they had todd mcfarlane on and i ordered all those i ordered all those books and yeah man it's it's autographed and they're they're in these these numbered uh serial uh packs and i ordered i ordered all that like all that stuff um and I come to find out that that is basically worthless because if the grading, if the grading uh, personnel don't actually see it signed, then what they do is like they they'll just say there is a signature on this book, which basically if they say that, that actually can devalue your graded com- comic because they're not. They're just saying, oh, the, you know, somebody wrote something on here. We're not saying who it is, and you run the risk of devaluing your comic after it's graded because people they'll see, oh, you know, well, I'm, you know, it, it's weird. It, it, it's actually bizarre. Like, I don't but, know this
2: guy. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so Fair I enough. am just like, this is this has become. This has become my second job, just just trying to figure out what all this stuff is actually worth and uh, uh, moving forward uh, in in getting some of this this stuff processed out. I'm not really all that worried about my Hot Wheels because I kind of sort of know what that's worth and the stuff that I that I I may not be quite sure of um, it's it's it it's not going to take me, it's not going to be that hard to figure out uh, what it's actually worth. But comic books, that's a whole other beast (laughs) in and of itself. But are you uh,
1: looking to get the grade price or are you just looking this to sell them just to get them out of your, well,
0: some of these I'm going to sell raw, but some of these I have about, and that's where the confusion lies, right? I've got about 20 books that graded average anywhere between two and a thousand dollars and that's that and according to sold uh according to sold
1: uh, things listing.
0: on eBay listings and that's the thing that's so weird now some of them uh some of them are like um, uh, what do you call newsstand? And most of my stuff mm-hmm. is newsstand, uh, but also some of my stuff is white pages. Some of the stuff that graded at an, and all my stuff is pristine because I only read these books once, and I put them in a cardboard, the what they call the cardboard backing, yep. and never touched them again, and put them in a box. And so these things are all going to yield a high grade. I'm that I'm not concerned about the what I what it what does concern me is like uh, like I've got an X-Men comic book newsstand that graded sold on eBay for eight hundred dollars. I've got that book. I've got the newsstand. It's got the I've got the newsstand tag on. It's the same book. And I looked at the listing and said, well, it's not signed. It, it's not, you know, officially, uh, All you know, doesn't have Jim Lee's signature or whoever. Um, it's the same book. And the only difference between that one and mine is that it has the CDC grading on it and it sold for like 800 bucks and it's sold actually this month, according to the closed listings. And I, I have that same book. So, and I've got about 19 other books that fall into Similar things so far. but but you contrast that to the other sources and those most of those books don't maintain that same price range. Mm-hmm. you know, so then you start ask you start I have to start asking myself, well, did was this? when this book was sold, was there some type of rumor going around with the, you know, the the Marvel movie universe? Uh, Was there, was this some type of, did somebody get gypped? Uh, How, what what justifies this sold book, uh, apparently graded, uh, not showing up in the, cdc and this book not showing up in the cdc record but the other book actually showing it's just a whole bunch of going back and forth and figuring stuff out uh but anyway i mad respect for people that do this for a living
2: <laughs> yeah i have a couple of friends because, who do it that's why i'm like y'all are crazy but yeah,
0: yeah uh, and that that has that's been mm-hmm. like one thing that i've thought about doing and like because i know that there's like uh comic brokers that will go in and they'll tell you okay you should get these books graded and then they make you an offer on your collection as a whole but then you start investigating them and then they don't want to they don't want to touch collections like less than 5000 or 7000 you know books i don't have that many books you know so if if i were to if I were to turn my collection over to somebody to have it graded and sold, number one, I'd be taking a big loss on my earning potential. And number two, they'd be doing me a favor because, you know, it the number of books in my collection just would not really make it worth their while financially, if that makes sense.
1: One thing so. to keep in mind too, and this is something that's kind of been talked about is that the, uh, the, um, IRS has gone in and changed a rule starting this year, Mm -hmm. uh, that if you sell more than $600 worth of stuff on eBay, they're required to report it to the IRS.
0: Yeah. 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 I'm very much aware of that. Uh, so yeah, I'll be, I'd have to be doing that, but I uh, Always try to the, sell on the side,
1: you know, or yeah. go go sell to Dave at Heroes or something. But I know Dave. No, no, not Dave do. is
0: not going to give you what give you give you because I, I mean, again, I'm not selling these out of desperation. I'm selling these. Uh, number one, I'm not really into comic books anymore. And number mm-hmm. two, what I want to do with eBay, you have to get past the what they call the. The selling uh, limitations, like when you create a store, you're limited to like a certain number of items that you can sell. And in order to get through that, they recommend that you sell stuff that you have uh, before you can go on and do what you want to do with your do with your your eBay account. So, I just I I'm the kind of person that's like, well, I just want my ducks in a row so I can just start moving and. I find that when I do things that way, when my my ducks in a row and start executing on through on certain phases of something that it goes a whole lot smoother. And so I'm doing the hard work now so that when I actually start listing this stuff, it can just go through and I can just, you know, work through that process. So. But anyway, the. uh, (laughs) <laughs> you know that little rabbit hole aside. As far as games go, um, I did finish Chorus, and that was that was a fun game. Uh, I think I paid. You know, it was a full price game for it at forty bucks. I think you can get it for fifteen or twenty dollars or something with some retailers now. Uh, at either price, I think it's definitely worth checking out particularly if you're into arcade space shooters and i finally figured out i knew that these play mechanics reminded me of something and now i was able i was able to pinpoint it chorus is a 3d asteroids oh. and the way the the reason i say that is you know how in asteroids where you can you hit the thrust button and you rotate and you're moving in one direction and your ship is is going velocity is going in, in, in the opposite direction that you're facing. Well, that's what a lot of what you do in chorus. That's the drift, what they call the drift mechanic, which they probably could have come up with a better name than that, but they call it the drift mechanic where you are moving past a target uh, in in one direction, you're aiming at the target in the opposite direction And you're able to, and that's how you work around enemies with shields. Before you get the uh, the uh, right of the right of right of the storm, that's what they call it, which is this lightning blast that nullifies all shields. Um, You have to become really good at that that mechanic in order to take down the uh, the shielded ships that you come in contact with throughout the game, but. But yeah, I've been t- I've been doing that and of course outriders so I'm doing the end game with my uh, techno technomancer and I've got a pretty good build right now right I'm running uh, one turret I-, I can only put out two. I don't have the glove that lets you put out put out three yet. I'm running a toxic and a freeze turret. And I had thought about doing the Colts, running the cold snap skill, but it. The thing I don't like about cold snap is that it it's nullified. But when when they do that, when the uh, the named enemies start going super Saiyan and and they start mm-hmm. they get that glow around them, and then all of the area effect things that you may have have no effect on them. Uh. That's irritating.
2: <laughs> That's why you just pump up your turrets and you use that so, as a, yeah. so a stopgap to keep them from coming at you. Yeah. So
0: yeah. I'm using uh, one toxic, uh, the 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 main one toxic, and the uh, and the other one is uh, uh, no the main yeah the main one toxic and the other one is freeze, and I've been getting making a lot of headway in the end game using that combination. I'll probably. Uh, switch to try and switch to either all toxic or all freeze at some point just to try both, uh, both of those out after I'm able to throw out that third turret. Because I think that's when, uh, those, um, those skills probably hit their peak in effectiveness. Uh, so I'll, but I'll run this balanced build until I can, until I can find, open up and get that glove that, that, that the, uh, RNG guys decide to give me that Glove <laughs> so But that's all I've Been up to this past week So with that We're going to move on to our next Topic on the docket Which is going to be The main event
2: All right. Well, thanks, Kev. So uh, first, I want to say thank you to everyone who takes the time to answer our question uh, during our main event. Uh, We really appreciate um, any kind of um, uh, listener input and feedback. So uh, for our main event question this week, uh, the question is, what are your thoughts on Xbox and PlayStation placing ads in free to play games? Are online advertisements distracting, or is it a okay in your opinion? Let us know your viewpoint, and we will discuss it on the next podcast. So, for me uh, personally, I know I know that we talked about this a little bit before, um, and I think that I, I don't want to say that it's that that it's that it's super okay, but they got to get paid, and by they I mean these these. Um, the studios got to get paid and they got to monetize it and they got to and they got to get money. And one of those ways to do that is, is through advertisements. Now there's multitudes of different ways that people can do advertisements. Uh, If you play any kind of games on your phone, you see, they do the little, the little ads, um, in front of it or or you'll watch an, you can watch an ad to get more life or stuff like that if they do something like that i think that that would be really crappy um even in free-to-play games or anything that requires you to watch something or do something in order to get something i think is i think it's crappy and they should not do that i think ads should be as as um as non- invasive as possible um, and some of our uh, listeners uh, who who responded have have basically spoken about that like Crucial Chase on our Discord said I'd be cool with it if it added to realism sometimes a movie needs to deal with Pepsi just so characters aren't drinking quote unquote soda drink like the R T M trademark, uh, like the Energizer batteries and Alan Wake, or the old school Dorito Doritos trucks in Ghostbusters the games, and now uh, and now without those ads in the remastered version, it uh, to me uh, takes away from the realism. Um, and and Willie uh, Will D on Discord says ads were inevitable. I'm looking at you cable TV and satellite radio. Remember back in the day when both were uh looked to exist without commercials totally agree um and then he agreed with chase and responded to chase's uh, res- uh responded to chase's response by saying if it adds to realism then it's not necessarily a bad thing but we all know where video game companies will take this uh, I sincerely doubt that gamers will take away positives from this move like the cable TV satellite radio and the wart on the bottom of your foot. And to to which Crystal Chase said, to be honest, I think I'd rather have ads than microtransactions. Let Doritos foot the bill, not the consumer. Uh, To which Will D responded, agreed, but I can't imagine video game companies letting go of microtransactions. So that's just a, that was just a sampling of some of the conversations that we do have on our Discord. So if you want to get in on this conversation, I'll, like always, uh, at the end, Kevin will let you know how to do that. But I thought this was a really good interact uh, interaction because I think that that really speaks to what a lot of gamers are thinking. That, again, if they're not intrusive, and they do not take away or limit you from doing anything, it's okay. I do think that microtransactions um, are are an unnecessary evil that are just here to stay. And I think one of the reasons why they're here to stay is because folks um, allow them to to be there, and and we continue to support uh, stuff with it. Um, We continue to support, uh, support games with our money to do that, because... You know, at the end of the day, you know we can vote with our wallets and let you know and let, let our wallets do the thing. But you know, FOMO is a, is a real thing. So, um, but like Will D said, I or sorry, like Chase said, I'd rather have uh ads than microtransactions. But again, we let's see what they're gonna do with it. Um, I, I think the reason why this is making headlines is because of of uh, people, uh, sorry, of Xbox buying um, uh, buying a lot of new companies, especially companies that are that are doing phone-based um, games. And those phone-based games have a different um, transaction style or different marketing style and different different ad style. And I'm thinking they're trying to see what they can use from. How ads, uh, how how ads are being used in video game, uh, sorry, in um in mobile games, and they're trying to see how much they can get away with in video games, and I think we're going to be seeing a lot of different uh permutations of this in games coming forward. So don't be surprised. Um, and again, they're probably going to start with free to play games because it doesn't cost them to anything to to add that to it. Um, And then if it goes well and free-to-play games, then we're going to start to see it warm its way into paid games. And again, if it's something that's innocuous and adds to the quote-unquote realism of the game, fine. But anything more than that, then I I think we're going to have a problem. Um, I know you guys are chomping at the bit to say something, so I'm going to turn it over to Kevin. Kevin, what are your thoughts?
0: So, again, my concern is how what the call to action on these ads is going to be. It's one thing if you're just driving past a a billboard in a racing game, it's not really going to take your attention, grab your attention that much. It's something else if the game is going to call your attention to said ad. And the example I gave was like, say you're playing a Forza Horizon game. And you drive past a Doritos billboard, and then all of a sudden your um, your GPS starts talking to you, and it will say, I'll say, mm, you know, oh, uh, so that's the new Doritos flavor. Oh, I sure am hungry. <laughs> you know, if 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 they start doing things like that to. Instant to prom to uh, what's the word I'm looking for to try to encourage the player to take a course of action on the ad. I'm I I'm gonna feel some type of way about it, like it, it or if you bust through said billboard and you get your little emblem, whether it you know on uh, your Xbox emblem pops up. Or your PlayStation emblem pops up, and you hit that to see what your um, what trophy or uh, what they call that uh, achievement you unlocked. And that, when you do that, it's going to take you to uh, an online purchase purchase store where you can buy your Doritos or your Pringles or your Red Bulls. I'm going to feel some type of way about it. I just think this is going to lead to more and more examples of pulling the gamer out of the game and making you or encouraging you or pushing you toward a call to action for these ads. And that's my concern. And if it goes through here, I have no doubt that they're going to figure out a way to put it in our, our full price games, too and i think that's also where i feel icky about this whole thing cuz it's not going to stop at free to play it's not going to stop these corporations want money and every time we turn around someone's saying oh well gosh this game's costs 100 million 200 million 300 million 400 million to make and we are not going to be able to fit the bill on this $59.99 per game. And I fully understand that. If stuff costs more to make, you've got to pass that on to your consumer. And it's up to the consumer to decide if that cost increase is worth worth getting the product or not. But on the other hand, this stuff is going to move into your full-priced games because they're going to start seeing it along with microtransactions as like additional revenue to a offset the cost of making the game and also building up the coffers for uh, once you know for for that revenue once the bills are paid on that project, if that makes sense, you know, it's another it's another income stream for for that game. It, it, it's going to spread to everything. And we just got to be ready for that.
2: Mm. Joe, what are your thoughts?
1: You know, as long as it stays in the free-to-play realm, because, you know, we do have a news story talking about PlayStation kind of in the same time frame. You You know, all the bigger movers and shakers in this industry, you know, you figure your Fortnite's rocket leagues all the other free-to-play games obviously it's a point that uh it's just these type of games that they're looking to interject these advertisements with on there and uh, according to the news stories they're being very you know sensitive to the placement and whatnot because uh, i don't want to have to be to where it like interrupts gameplay i don't want it to be like if i'm browsing something or have an ad popping up in the middle of my screen <laughs> while the loading screen's coming in or something like that on there i I even i don't even like ads in the dashboard and you know uh, there's ads in both playstation and xbox dashboards but there's no ads in the playstation dashboard for like say products other than games xbox sometimes you'll see uh, advertisements for like army or you know whatever else that might be advertised and whatnot and you know uh you know it's just I uh, just hope the line just doesn't, doesn't keep uh, getting drawn further and further for advertisements because to me if i pay 60 bucks for a new game 70 dollars for a new game i don't want to have to pay for advertisements you know on here i'm buying a product you know it's like it's like a movie or something you know granted you know you see some of these movies with product placement in the whole entire movie and as long as it's not intrusive but you want sometimes you see it in movies and i'm like looking like oh look at that product shot you know it's like yeah. You know. we're paid for that, though. Is. Yeah. Like, you know. So, I'd I love, appreciate some movies that even being so overt about it, they actually start making jokes about it, especially on a comedy or something like that. So That's
2: the best thing, you know, because it's it, it's unfortunate that it's here to stay, you know, advertising dollars, you know, people, there's things about it, marketing, you know, it's a big thing. Yeah. So, people get paid to do it. So. Yeah.
1: I don't know if maybe my top tier of Game Pass Ultimate or PlayStation Plus will have ad-blocking, possibly. So
2: That'd be awesome if they start doing <laughs> ad-blocking. Yeah, put ad-block behind the paywall. <laughs> Yikes. I mean, you say that now, but it just might happen.
0: Oh, I have no... It's something along... Again, I have no faith in these corporations actually doing something to make life easier... For For
2: anybody,
0: you know, with regards to any of this, you know, I, I just, I just think that it's going to start with the free to play and then it's going to be everywhere. I, I, that is just how corporations work. When, when they find that one thing works over here, they try and push that formula in the other spaces of whatever industry they're in. So I'm, I'm exp- I'm fully expecting it to be throughout the realm of gaming mobile mm-hmm. console, PC, whether it's free to play or you paid your sixty seventy dollars for it.
1: oh PC gaming man, oh man, if that happens, you're gonna see you know because be you know, pc PC gamers do not play on that stuff you know so mm. uh, uh,
2: uh. they're pissed so yep. all right. Well thank you so much everybody for taking the time to uh to come by and to and and to make uh to make some kind of um comment on our question. We really enjoy it uh when folks comment on our stuff. You know, we're here, you know, we are a a um a uh listener driven podcast and so uh and we'll have some news about that after uh, a little bit later, so please stay tuned for that. Um, speaking of listener-driven, uh, during our Thursday game night, we were talking with one of our friends and longtime listeners, Crucial Chase, and uh, we asked him, hey, do you have a question that you that you think would be good for the show? And he said, oh, yeah, I do. And so we thought about it for a minute, uh, and then he said, yeah, I do. <laughs> and so the question that he came up with, and then we worked it together, workshopped it together, was, uh, uh Basically, uh, what's a gaming genre that you never thought you'd fall in love with? And on the flip side, what's a gaming genre that you have fallen out of love with? Uh, feel free to answer either or both, and we'll talk about it on our next show. Thanks again, Chase, for, uh, for helping us out. Um, and if you have any questions that you would like us to post to our listeners, uh, Kevin will tell you uh, towards the end how you can do that. All right, so uh, that's it from me. Um, and with that, I'm going to turn it over to the jabroni chief.
1: Thank you, buddy. All right. So yeah, we do got some news to discuss in this episode. So let me go ahead. And I did mention briefly in our main event that, uh, Hey, Sony is going to be putting ads a free to play PlayStation games. So uh, just like last episode, as reported by business insider, on here, uh, just like Microsoft was considering introducing ads to free-to-play games on Xbox and the report has Surface, claiming Sony has been working on its own plan to do the same with PlayStation games. On here, at present, PlayStation's ad inventory is said to be limited to in-menu ads, which could be used by publishers and developers to do things like promote their own games on the PlayStation Store. And ads served via streaming video on certain apps. On there, But uh, Sony is said to be working with an ad tech partners to create new advertising opportunities for free to play developers that could be directly served in game with the goal being to make them feel like a natural part of the experience, such as via digital billboards and sports titles, including racing games and um, football, basketball, so on and so forth on there. So uh, the initiative, which Sony reportedly began considering 18 months ago, in which it's looking to roll out by the end of the year, will also include options for developers to reward players for watching ads mm. and promotions with in-game items such as avatar skins. Mm. So so we'll see. Um, they said they're being strict about vetting ad tech companies for its private marketplace and is rolling out collecting personal information such as emails and names, but questions still remain As to how it may choose to take a cut of revenue earned through in-game advertising on their one source claims, the company is considering selling data on consumer activity on PlayStation to developers and publishers. So I don't know about that business either. So, um, you know. Uh, But uh, Business Insider did, of course, share similar information about Microsoft, uh, which we talked about last episode, claiming that the company is currently introducing advertisements to -to free-to-play Xbox games in a way that, quote-unquote, doesn't disrupt the gameplay experience on here. So, to me, I think these uh, free-to-play games usually play on multiple platforms, usually are cross-play, cross-buy, whatnot, so, you know, it's a point that... uh, we will have to see what happens with sony and their initiatives We'll have to keep an eye on things you know i know free-to-play games are not the games that we usually like to play here on the show but you know certain games like uh, like i'm playing destiny 2 right now that's a free-to-play game really they have a free-to-play version of it so so we'll have to kind of see i know we talked about during the main event and so you know we're just going to have to take a uh play by ear uh, viewpoint on it uh, any more thoughts about this topic before we go on to the next story guys
2: um like like you were saying before I really hope that it it is stuck to uh, free to play games or it is intrusive I know I've said that again but I'm really just trying to trying to put that on like everyone's radar because ads are not a new thing and they will continue to be a thing but you just really gotta like you just gotta tread lightly you know, you just got to tread lightly.
0: Okay. Wh- what if this? Now I'm going to put on my conspiracy cap for a second.
2: Oh, okay.
0: I want to put on my conspiracy cap for a second. What if this is like one of the tendrils of MKUltra? I, I would, you know, Google that. That's an actually legitimate government uh, program where they experimented with subliminal and overt and subliminal mind control. Bunch of people wound up dying behind it. it it's, it's, it's a legitimate program. Mike, I was thinking about this. It's like, okay, seeing ads in a racing game, you're driving by, going by at 100 miles per hour. What if it's, it's not so much a, a, a call to action that they're going to hit you with, but they're going to hit you with some type of subliminal uh, messaging, you know, so the next time that you get hungry, or you're going to maybe reach for that, man, I just have this, I, I need some Pringles. Or the next time you get thirsty, <laughs> you're going to want to reach for a Red Bull and, and you're not tired, you know.
2: That's uh, marketing. 101. <laughs> yeah. You know, maybe maybe
0: it's maybe it that is what you know, this is like the ultimate the final phase of of MK Ultra. There's some of this subliminal messaging that they're putting behind uh some of the, some of this stuff. Uh I, I wouldn't put it back. Pat- again. Uh governments are shit. Big corporations are shit. I don't trust none of them. Uh, I enjoy the products of big corporations, you know, but I don't, I, I, I have, I'm under no, uh, just dis- a- a- illusion that they have my best interest at heart. They just see me as another dollar sign. So this stuff, this conspiracy stuff comes easy to me, but I, you know, maybe that, that could be it. Uh, you know, something to think about things that make you go home. Shout yeah, out so to
1: make football. you go? Mm-hmm. Oh, I know that's how Obama won the two two thousand eight election with the burnout uh, paradise. Okay, the, if the that per- is
0: if that is how he won, then that <laughs> is straight up MK Ultra.
2: <laughs> yeah, y'all are real. <laughs> like, hmm?
1: I don't I don't think it's that that <laughs> big Obama, of a deal. Obama if,
0: Ultra. If that is how he won, then
2: yeah.
1: Like, I'm all about Obama Ultra. I know. We'll have to see. Hopefully, MAGA doesn't take over, like, you know, free to play game advertising or something. No, give,
2: give me my, give me my, you know, my Obama Ultra.
1: <laughs> Obama Ultra.
2: <laughs> sorry. This is, you look so silly.
1: Okay. All right. And also reference in our playlist, yeah, uh, Square Enix did finally announce people uh, can fly, have announced their. Um, Expansion to Outriders World Slayer mm-hmm. on here. So, yeah, it's going to feature a brand new campaign story. Uh, World Slayer is going to contain higher gear level caps, new gear, new difficulty mode, and a gigantic new in game on here. Um, the story campaign is standalone from the original game with the players facing a new altered enemy, uh, Irish uh, Kigal, who uh, wields an unnamed new power on there. So, oh, Maybe
2: we'll there, get
1: so. maybe we'll get a new power, new yeah. power set. Yeah, mm-hmm. for lore fans, the new campaign will delve deeper into the planet Enoch with more backstory as well as a greater combat variety and new environments. Uh, the expansion will open to new and veteran players alike, with the existing players able to start World Slayer uh, with their character, while new players can jump ahead to level thirty with a new character as well. On here, those that do boost their level can still access the game's original content with the intended challenge, thanks to enemy level scaling. On there, uh, it also features new weapons, armor, and mods. Each character class will also be getting new, uh, two new five piece legendary armor sets and uh, three piece legendary armor sets available for all classes. On there, so in, in total, World Slayer contains almost a hundred new legendary items. Huh. On there, it also introduces a new way to progress your character the Pax Tree which is a separate class tree that's available at level 30. Uh, The PAX tree will further evolve the existing classes in Outriders. You know, you heard us talking like about Technomancer, Devastator, so on and so forth, Uh, granting players subclass specializations that broaden the horizons of player character class. So each node in the PAX tree is equivalent to the major nodes in the original class tree. So every choice you make in the PAX tree will be impactful on the performance of player characters on here and there's also a new progression system called ascension with ascension levels gained through battle experience so that's designed for hardcore players who will grind through the game for quite some time xp earn while hitting after hitting level 30 will go towards your ascension level which will re- reward ascension points players can st- spend these points on different aspects of the character's abilities brutality endurance prowess or anom- anomaly on here and then the difficulty tiers have been overhauled uh, there's going to be world and challenge tiers from the original game it's going to be scrapped for the new apocalypse tiers and apocalypse tiers will go up to level 40 and will impact the max level of curable gear the new level and rarity of loot you receive and the amount of xp that you earn and finally the new in-game the trial of uh, tara greater Will be completely different from expeditions in the base game, but they have not shared any details about that as of yet. On um, here, so uh, to see it's coming out on June 30th, but it sounds like a quite a media upgrade. It's retailing for uh, 39.99, and uh, there is a physical version that uh, is exclusive to GameStop, but it comes with the original Outriders on disc and i think it's like 59.99 so just in case you missed out or want to uh you know check it out if it's leaving xbox games pass if need be, if you're a game pass subscriber on there uh, it might be a way for you to pick it up if need be Uh, base game is pretty cheap now so if you really want to dig into it before the world slayer content comes out you could definitely get into the world of outriders and uh, definitely let us know because we'll play with you if that's the case if you haven't checked it out as of yet so and what's your overall thoughts des
2: uh good this is this is the ticket this will get me back into playing outriders you know 100 percent like i'm here day one i'll be paying it yeah, this looks, sounds great, and I've been waiting to hear more about it. I Where's really he? hope that they add. I really hope that they add more uh, another uh, subclass. I think this is one of those games that can have a lot of legs by adding new classes. By that I mean like you know something happens and boom, you know you get the chance to change up. You know uh, this new guy. I'm kind of sad that we're not gonna play or not gonna fight Moloch or whatever his name was um uh, when we fought him but i really was hoping that we would see more of that guy that guy was kind of cool with the, the little guy on his back like i was cool you know i was hoping that this would be be i hope that we get more about like seth and some other stuff because even though you know it <laughs> even though the story was was akin to a sci-fi you know a sci-fi channel movie i actually kind of liked it you know i'm i a i i make no bones i like trash so (laughs) so uh it was i actually enjoyed it so Uh, and because this is a a lore more lore in it about about the planet like i'm here for it yeah i'm i'm ready let's do it what's the level
0: cap in this game at right now
2: Um it looks like uh, when joe was saying it looks like it's a uh, it's a level, new new leveling after 30 so yeah. i mean like
0: the current the current so the current is le-
2: is level 30 yeah the current okay the current is 30 and then and then it looks like there's this new this new thing that we can do which hopefully is is super cool
1: you know who knows <laughs> and then with the the gear i think the gear goes up to level 40 i believe currently right now i, I think so there's, Okay. At least with my current playthrough, that yeah, I've leveled some of my um, exotics up to 40 on here. So I have to see as far as what the top tier of the expedition mode is, yeah, because that's what we're rolling right now. Mm-hmm. I know with our second characters, we're only like to like I think level five, I think last time we played, and I think the top tier on that's like I think a level 16. On her. I know I've been uh, having easier time with my uh, Devastator just because I have so many exotic weapons and everything. My builds mm-hmm. all specialized enough. So that's great. It's a lot easier, it seems like, than uh, playing with my uh, other character, if need be. So.
0: I have exotic weapons, but I don't have exotic gear on my secondary character. I do have, and it's just the exact opposite with my primary I have exotic gear, but no exotic weapons with him.
2: <laughs> Don't I'm telling you, do not, do not play, do not make those levels higher because it makes getting gear that much worse. Um, when you buy it from, uh, what's his name, Taco? You know it's going to be really hard. So.
1: So you to keep grinding the lower levels than on the uh, expedition mode.
2: Oh well that's if you wanna that's if you wanna get your um that's if you wanna get your what you wanna call it? your uh, your legendaries or your exotics because Well I guess they're legendaries in this game. Uh but that's what you wanna do because if you're gonna buy it from him, uh every time your level goes up, his prices go up, and then you need more resource pods in order to get it. So that's why like the trick is to I guess it's not really a trick, but you just got to you, you got to farm at lower levels until you get stuff and then you're able to tra- then once you have like the the stuff that you want, then you're able to turn uh, the resource gears that you're getting into into mods or upgrades for the gear that you currently have. You know, because cuz once you get to a certain point, it takes those same resource pods to upgrade to level 40 and beyond. So it makes sense to to farm uh farm first and then when you're when you're doing those higher levels get the new get the new um the new stuff Um, but i thought the
0: the exotics didn't drop until unless you hit playing farming a higher level
2: no because you can so the, the trick is you buy them you buy them from tiago and you don't you don't wait for drops so, oh, I mean, yeah, okay. yeah. you buy him from Tiago and then you, you only the only time that you you spend anything with Tiago is to buy something that you want or to switch up his um, because it costs it costs points or um, resources to to switch up his inventory as well. So so you spend the points to switch his inventory at low levels until you get to the until he has the stuff that you want, then you farm Uh, you farm resource, uh, resource pods until you get the stuff and you buy it cheap. And then, and then once you got your build that you want, then you start farming those resource points to make, to build up your, um, your gear that way you can take on more, more levels or higher levels. Oh, yeah.
0: I've been doing this all wrong. Okay, yeah, that,
1: that's <laughs> you gotta get the titanium to be able to level up those exotics. once Oh, you I've got there. like
0: three hundred pieces of titanium. No, no, no. It's once like, you, the titanium once you past, is the issue, I just no, no. haven't. I don't get the. I don't have the exotic gear yeah. on one side and the weapons on my other character. That's so, my issue.
2: And then there's like a then there's a an, an economy flit that you can do as well by turning your exotics into turning your sorry turning your your materials into titanium and then turning your titanium into resources so it's a it's a farm because once you get to a certain level it it doesn't matter you because you're not going to be able to um it's really weird because once you get to a certain point you're not able to um to use your current resources the 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 normal mats you're not able to, to to use them anymore because you're not um you don't need them anymore. like you, you can't use them. so so you just sell them, switch them into into titanium, then you switch to titanium into into resource points and then you then you sell those to to, to Tiago to get the stuff that you want. It, it takes a minute to do all this stuff, but once you once you get used to it and you're able to start cycling it through, then then it comes a little bit easier. So definitely do not do not ex, um, build up the level um until you're able to um until you get all the stuff that you want um from tiago then you start that way you so have i should work. be
0: playing on like level
2: one no just it's... you should at least be playing on level five uh um, that way you can at least get something and then and then uh because the higher you go the 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 um the better uh reward or the better drop pod uh rewards you get so, so are
0: you are you talking about the you're not talking about the world tier because we're no world no. tier
2: now we're no, on no, no, the no, no, this no. okay no. okay no no this is this is resource this okay. is the resource stuff because once you get once you beat the game and you start playing and you start doing the resource stuff then it's all about resource pause and running that gambit until you get to um, until you get to level fifteen you can do eye of the storm and eye of the storm okay. is the last thing so but now that you guys are done uh. You know, pulling up your your uh, your other character. You know, maybe maybe we can get in because I because I'm 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 ready to start running the um, the the resource pods with my with my one character. That way we can uh, play Eye of the Storm because I have not. That's the one thing that I have not done yet. So if you guys yeah, are I interested, done in, that yeah. If you guys are interested in building up our characters so we can run Eye of the Storm, then I'm down with that. But just. Okay. Just playing through the, but just playing through the game again, I was just like, eh, you know, I didn't really want to do that anymore. <laughs> so, so whenever you start playing, um, playing that the resource, yeah, runs, yeah, we're doing expeditions. That do. We've been, doing yeah, if you do expeditions, I'll definitely do that.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. we're done. Yeah, we're done with the campaign. So I'm, yeah. I'm not lo- I'm looking to do a third playthrough with the other character class. So.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I've been. I've been doing this because I think I've opened up level four or five. I think we're doing expedition. five. Yeah, okay, yeah. level five expedition. So, I, I so we shouldn't die. We should just leave it at five from here on out. Or yeah. are you saying just or dial that down?
2: No, no, even no. Because once you the thing is once you raise it, you mm-hmm. can't dial it down. because oh, you can. Okay. You can but but he will not change.
0: Change his prices
2: exactly. Okay. So. You know and you get too high then then it just takes forever for you to to do anything and it's just like okay. uh so
0: so running level five we'll be opening up other levels but we just keep we just keep visiting tiago till we get the gear that we want at that price and then at a lower can, price at the lower price and then mm-hmm. we can crank it up to build up that gear once we've got it secured correct okay yeah because cause once
2: you because that's the thing about the game that's tell you is once you decide what gear you're gonna run, then you need to just find that gear. And then you're okay. gonna want to do a three set of what you'd like. Cause because like uh three exotic uh gear, three exotic gear, like uh, uh, in the, uh clothing like your like your helmet and stuff like that. There mm. are three different types that are in a set. And when you put all three of them together you get you get an even bigger bonus for the set. And okay. then and then you put two other exotics for your other two because you can wear five. So you get three with three with the comp- uh, three complete bonus set and then two secondary ones that that fit your play style or your build. And then you just um and then usually you're looking for mods you're looking for equipment that gives you mods towards your build. And then once you have those mods or those builds or those mods, then you can build them up. You know? Okay. And that's the minutia of the game if you really want to get into it because then um uh, uh, you can get, um, and then you can change the mods out that you don't want to, because you're always, once you change the mod, one will always lock. So you, see, you're going to keep one of the mods that you're looking for. And then you put another mod in like a damaging mod or something that gives you different stuff. So, so the game actually, see, that's what I like about this game is the game, like Outriders, gives you a lot to work with. And it, and it just, I mean, I, I really just wish that their the mods looked better, you know, but like the, 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 um, The equipment looked a little bit better, but that's one of our, you know, things that we've always talked about in that game. But but again, once you once you get that done and you're able to get a. um, Once you're able to get a uh, gear that you like, then the game becomes even easier Um, because then you're just literally working to to build up your gear. So, okay, But it's fun, though. So,
1: yeah. Not all right good deal it. i think we got a good deep dive on that and mm-hmm. you listeners might not know you know now as far as once you get to the end game if you're interested for sure so yeah all right and then other news uh just a point of discussion uh playstation plus uh, and its upcoming remodel uh, basically uh, has a pseudo date right now uh right now it's looking like uh, June 13th is going to be the date for North America on there, but uh, also, too, as well, um, we're starting to see some ratings kind of come through. Uh, Korea had four different Siphon Filter games uh, getting uh, ratings for PS5 and PS4, and that includes uh, Siphon Filter 1, 2, Dark Mirror, and Logan's Shadow on here, and they have uh, appeared on ratings in Korea for both PS5 and PS4 on here. So you're probably going to see a lot more games probably pop up through these official ratings boards, either through, you know, Korea or um, Hong Kong or wherever else that ratings do occur, Australia on there and see more of these uh, games ramp up up until you know uh, the uh, upcoming launch of the PlayStation Plus upgrade in June on there, so so definitely something to be excited about. Uh, is there anyone or particular titles you guys are looking for?
2: Uh, Elgico, Kev, anything you're looking for?
0: Um, for the top from the top tier.
1: Yeah, you give me. Give PS3. me. Yeah,
0: yeah. You give me. God Hand, you give me mm-hmm. um, uh, Maximo, I'm there day one. Uh, at, or or even better yet, you give me, uh, uh, oh gosh, what was that? Uh, Def Jam, Fight for New York. I actually
2: like Def Jam Vendetta. <laughs>
0: yeah, well, uh, which one is the one that you, that Snoop Dogg was the end boss? That was the second one.
2: I think that was the second
0: one. Yeah that that was my favorite. Was that Vendetta or was that Fight for New York? I
2: think it was Fight for New York. I remember Vendetta being the one like that. That one. was the
0: first one. Oh, right?
2: I don't remember. Was all first? I know is I that can't one, remember. I the one those.
0: the one with Snoop Dogg is is the end is the end boss. That was my jam. If I could have and and I I know that's probably a tall order. due to all the license, the licensing nightmare nightmare that would probably be. Uh, if you give me that. If you give me SSX Tricky,
2: oh, that'd be fun. Uh, I'm
0: I'm there. All uh, the, Siphon Filter is a, also. I I remember playing the first one and enjoying it. I can't remember if I played the second or the third or the second one or any or the the two after that. Uh, but I do remember playing and liking the first
1: one. Yeah, Snoop Dog was the main boss in five for New York. So, final okay. boss. Yeah.
0: And that's the one I want. If I give me five for New York.
1: <laughs> yeah. And I started thinking about the games, and I want to go back to, like, PS1 and, and maybe some Konami goodness, you know, between uh, Sudikin 1 and 2, and then I'll also throw all the Sudu- Sudikins in there, and then Vandal Hearts 1 and 2 on here. I think that would be a good thing for me at least. And, uh, you know, uh, throw some good RPGs in the mix uh, and some good hidden gems in there as well. Um, I saw that um, there was an article saying that Square uh, renewed the um, the trademark for Valkyrie profile. So and there might be a possibility because I know there's the new Valkyrie Elysium coming out, but uh, yeah, they renewed the trademark for Valkyrie Profile. So there's a possibility of uh, it hitting the PlayStation ser- service and or if they're going to re-release the game for um, consoles as well. Mm-hmm. So it's something to keep an eye out for. So,
0: The first one was fantastic. I like the second one. A lot of people didn't really like the second one nearly as my well, nearly as much as the first. I, I think I still but I like the second one a whole lot. I like the second one more than many people do. Uh, but the first one, uh, the first one was definitely my favorite.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I'm curious about the PS That and Vagrant Story. Too. I would love to get ah, another Vagrant's one of Story would be great. I think, yeah, Vagrant Story you could get for PS3 right now. You know, it's just the point we just want to see it on modern consoles. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. don't have a
0: PS3
2: right now.
1: Yep. Anything for you, Des, before we go and move on?
2: There's just too many, honestly. Like, I keep thinking, like, all the ones that you're talking about would be fantastic. I definitely have to second second what Kevin was saying. I think, I honestly think that um, uh, God Hand would be amazing you know i have not played that game in so long and it has just been uh now that that game would really be a game that i'm just like yes let's do this but but there's just so many games that i would that that i would just check out and and the cool thing about it is like i could just relive it and if i'm like you know nope you know <laughs> didn't like this one you know or 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 my rose colored glasses were just a little too shiny that time you know <laughs> and this game is trash and i'm like okay you know
1: i know a yeah, lot of people fine. want to see some of the stuff that's worth Vuku bucks nowadays, and that would include things like uh, Silent Hill, like the Silent Hill games, for whatever reason, are very expensive. Haunting Ground from Capcom, which is yeah. a horror game uh, on there that's quite expensive, of course. So rural Rule Rose, um, and then also Kuon, which is a From Software horror game that came out on the PS2 that's a – was uh, directed by miyazaki so i mean uh, you know yeah, the, list, a,
2: the list goes on like there's just so much stuff that you could that you could get that it's just like ugh, like there was yeah. just so much good stuff yeah i just um, ho- i
1: hope whoever's you know working this is yeah, curating, curating it yeah. you know properly and that you know these companies should hire like uh, like someone like a historian or something that will be responsible for maintaining the back catalog. I think that's something mm-hmm. that's important, you know, to make sure that everyone has access to you know these games you know, on the platform of their choice, of course. So, but you see how kind of Nintendo does it with their classics, which everyone kind of lambasses Nintendo, you know, a bit. So, we'll see how, how everything kind of rolls out. And speaking of classic games. Uh, The previously announced Klonoa 1 and 2 remasters uh, did get a release date, so that is coming out on July the 8th. It's coming for PlayStation, Xbox, and PC. Um, It was previously announced for Switch on there, and uh, at least we have a date now. One thing to keep in mind just in case if you're looking for a physical version of the game, the physical version's only coming out in Europe and in the Asia territories on there. There is not a physical version coming out in the US, unfortunately. Not yet. No, it's they said they're not releasing a physical version for
2: not us. yet. You know that like uh, uh one of them limited run or something is probably gonna make a make something and and put it out there just you wait jojo just you wait
1: we'll have to see i don't think limited run has worked with bandai namco yet on there so
2: well this could be the one that does it i mean even still i'm planning on buying uh buying either from play asia or something like that i will be yeah i will be owning this game because it is just like yeah i i will be owning it you know it's gonna suck though because if it does come out from the minute run you know it's gonna be like a cash grab and they're gonna put like all kinds of shit on it so which is which is you know kind of not a bad thing but at the same time i'm kind of like really you know because you know they're gonna put some you know we're gonna get a Klonoa uh what is it a a, a Klonoa doll or something because <laughs> they're always adding they're always adding stuff to the to the uh to the stuff when it, when, when it comes out. So I can only imagine what they're going to do. So.
1: Yeah. Hopefully maybe they make a deal with a retailer here for the States and maybe have it come out at GameStop exclusive or something like that. Well, I'm surprised.
2: See. Like, I really am surprised that it's not coming out in the States. Like I, I would think, like, I would think that they would know. Well, maybe they don't, you know, maybe, maybe they didn't have a, a good, um, a good, a good, uh was it a good uh reception in america or or in the states i don't know like i i just it just seems kind of interesting to me that they wouldn't put it that they wouldn't brought it i mean shit they brought both of them out here before so that's why i'm kind of like why why not you know just let's just do this
1: yeah it could be too you know it's just like having to put copies throughout coast to coast at walmart's targets you know kind of thing yeah it might be kind of that thing, but it is available. PlayAsia has some pre-orders for it, but there's also European copies you could pre-order through like Amazon Co. UK on there. And uh, there's other retailers that do stock like UK like uh store-bought things i'm i'm kind of deciding whether i'm just gonna just buy it digitally and just say heck with it you know
2: no i i thought about that but i really want i I don't know why but i just really want this physically you know i just really like i just really have have enjoyed that game and that was one of the like games that you know i beat and i was just like yes yes you know so i don't know
0: i will probably double dip on that, I'll probably get the digital version and I'll probably try and secure the physical mm. and just leave the physical on the shelf. Wow. Something something tells me that might turn out to be hard to find in the future.
2: Agreed. Physically. I'm here for it. I want it. Deal. Give it to me.
1: Also announced this week, uh, Paradox is going to be launching a Shadowrun trilogy compilation for Nintendo Switch, PlayStation 4, and 5, Xbox One, and Xbox Series X and S all week out on June uh, 21st. On here, um, if you didn't know what Shadowrun is, you know, it's a long running uh, pen and paper RPG that has had noted video game renditions throughout the uh, uh, for a while like i played it on the snes there's a Shadowrun run game for the genesis and so you know some people in the know really kind of like this universe and kind of go to it a little bit and they kind of went back to uh, Shadowrun. i know that there was a Shadowrun run game that microsoft brought out for um, the 360 right at launch which was a uh, first person shooter on there but the, these are uh, basically our uh, turn-based RPGs on here. They first came out for PC between 2013 and 2015 on here. And also they've been available for mobile, but never for consoles. So uh, the Shadow, Shadowrun trilogy is going to include Shadowrun Returns, Shadowrun Dragonfall, and Shadowrun Hong Kong on there. And they're promising upscale graphics, improved performance, and controller-optimized gameplay on these. And... Uh, these games were when they came out for PC back in 2013. Did get good reviews on here. On here, so they are isometric RPGs basically. So, it's, but uh, you know, uh, they said that a lot of the writing was good in there, and uh, we'll have to take a look. It is coming out day one on Games Pass as well uh, for Xbox. So, just in case you have a Game Pass subscription, it'll be there three games day day one. So. Good deal. Any thoughts, Desmond? I know that we were kind of excited once this was announced during a Nintendo Direct. Uh...
2: Am I? Uh, am I the? Am I the, the? The guy who has to always answer stuff about, about RPG type games? Is that? Is that what we're doing
1: now, Joe? No, i was segueing <laughs> to you because you're. <laughs> um, I don't think. No, I know. I, I, I'm excited this,
2: for so. it. No, no, no. You're 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 right to send it to me, buddy. I'm excited for this. I have played Shadow Run. When I was a kid, so when I was a little, little kid, I played it um, in high school. So I am familiar with it, and I, I have wanted to play them for a while, and I was going to get it when I got my rig, but for some reason, it just something just told me, just wait, wait, don't worry about it, and, and then yeah, and then uh, about last year, we reported on it, and I was just like, yes, and then it took me forever to like, it took us forever to get it, but. But um, but yeah, now that we have it and I and I can have it in my sweaty little hands, I will be playing them at least experiencing them like I've heard. I've heard that some of them got better. I heard the Hong Kong one is, is supposed to be exceptionally well, as well as the, the dragon. There's one uh, there's one that's supposed to be uh, another one that's supposed to be really good as well. But but it all depends. They uh, from what I understand. I do not think that they're all inter inter um, interconnected. So you got can it. play them all separate. Um, which is good. That way you don't have to worry about any kind of um, uh, story or lore or anything. You can literally just play it and be done with it. So so I'm definitely looking forward to it. I will I will be downloading it uh, day one, just at least to experience it to see how it is. Again, I do not know. I only have ever watched uh, playthroughs or Let's Plays, and I'd never watched all of them because I did not want to spoil it for me so I don't I really do not know uh what to expect so um well I do know what to expect it's a it's a you know RPG you know isometric RPG so we'll see um I'm really interested to see how they do the controls with it too because sometimes isometric uh controls can be can be kind of hit or miss um on a console sometimes the 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 point and click of using a mouse uh does not transfer well um when using a, um, a, a, a controller. So, so we'll see.
1: Good deal. All right. And then my last news story for this episode is about the status of halo infinite season. So, we, uh, they do have a roadmap now for season two of halo infinite starting on May the 3rd. On here, uh, co-op campaign for Halo Infinite, unfortunately, did get pushed back to August 2022 on there, so almost uh, three-fourths of the year from its release date this past December on here. That is the, quote-unquote, target date for campaign co-op, along with campaign mission replay. Right now, if you finish the campaign in Halo Infinite, you are not able to uh, repeat the campaign. You can't play the campaign again. You have to wait for them to reset it, I guess. So, wait, you um, can't
0: you you can't restart the game?
1: No, you cannot restart the game. Yeah, campaign uh, mission replay How did is, that happen? Yeah, that's weird. It's slated for a late August target on there, so doesn't make any sense. That and there, okay, that's not a
0: feature. That is just something you've been able to do in games. Since they put endings in them, you can always restart it.
1: Yep, yeah, Halo Infinite right now does not let you replay the campaign missions in Halo Infinite oh once you finish the game. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um That's bad. There's people not people a... were
0: not man, people were not let go because of this. I, I I mean this this is like this is like gross negligence at this point. I mean I I mean really. I I don't
1: don't, eh. Yeah, this is from an uh, uh, article on The Verge uh, back in December. Um, That said that uh, basically there's no menu option to be able to um, replay missions in the game. So and this is a quote. Insane. Quote from 343 Industries, Paul Crocker. You know, Betty Crocker's brother from another (laughs) (laughs) mother. Confirm that a mission replay feature is in the works. We haven't announced the date, but that it's being worked on. We want to have a replay that works well. And when you have a more open game, it gets a lot trickier. So that's what he stated. So, so you cannot replay the campaign once you're done with it on there. So, hmm. so
0: why can Destiny? Why? How come you can do that in Destiny but not here?
1: I don't know. We don't know. So. And listeners, if you uh, have finished Halo Infinite, uh, if you have dabbled in it, definitely let us know. If this is something that's irritating, you know, I what you have to maybe create another profile to be able to play through the campaign again, if need be, on there. I mean, I don't know, I'll have to play on Desmond's account if I finish it or something. So, uh,
2: what? What? <laughs> I do not. I do not allow that. This
1: um, is
0: this is ridiculous. I mean. Wow. I did not know that was the case. I did not know you could not restart the campaign.
1: Yeah. Uh, The Forge open beta is slated for September, but split screen isn't expected until sometime during November season three. So they were promising split screen gameplay as well. uh, Co-op and that's not coming until November. So it
0: sounds like this game probably should have been delayed till like fall 2023.
1: Uh, yeah, uh, this is a quote from Joseph Staten, the uh, producer of the project. And it says, we know we need to deliver more content and more features more quickly. Staying true to priority zero means that we sometimes need to slow down in order to stay healthy and move faster later. But we're also aggressively looking at ways to accelerate as we continue to improve and ramp up please understand that all of us at 343 are fully committed to making halo infinite the best halo experience ever Uh, indeed the primary reason that we're extending season two is to give us time before shipping another season to fully address quality of life improvements based on learnings from season one as well as other data and feedback we collected Mm -hmm. on here uh this comes after 343 Community Director Brian Gerrard previously stated that the studio understands some fans were, quote-unquote, simply out of patience with the game's various frustrations. <laughs> and uh, his team was, quote-unquote, <laughs> not happy to be unable to meet player and community expectations. So. I mean, yeah,
2: I, mean, I guess I can understand that a little <laughs> bit. If, if, not really, but, you know.
1: Okay, I get
0: it. You work for the company and... He, when you're talking about out of patience, it's like, oh man, I just completed game X and I can't wait for the next content to come out because the first one was so great. Man, when is it going to come out? That that when you say running out of patience, that, that's that's what I think, right? Because you were so hyped for the and the the first the, that first season or that first, you know, the the base game delivered. In such a way that you just can't wait for the subsequent DLC. But this, the way he said, this thing was missing basic freaking features. The fact that you can't restart the campaign. Wow. I, I don't know, man. I, Xbox is like it's it. it I don't know. <laughs>
1: You know, what's coming in season two is new game modes, including Land Grab, King of the Hill, and Last Spartan Standing. So it's all multiplayer based updates for um, the new season. And obviously, uh, if you're not into the multiplayer, then yeah, it's, uh, you got your campaign to play, and then you have to wait until au- late August for you to be able to replay it if you want That's to. That's ridiculous.
0: ridiculous. That's ridiculous. There is no excuse for that. Mm. And the fact that people were not let go behind that uh you know
1: well, some people have left but
0: well it's one thing to leave that you're you're leaving on your own your own your own accord yeah or maybe you were it was highly recommended that you leave because yeah. otherwise you'd you be get fired but I mean this does not fall on the shoulders of just one individual you, have, you, you don't have basic a basic feature in this game and you're releasing it in such in in such a state,
2: and I don't know. It, it seems like they're forcing you to play. Like it's like they want to force you to play multiplayer. Uh, uh, maybe you can shed some light on this, show. Is there a big like, uh, Halo League or tournament that that happens?
1: Yeah, there is.
2: Well, there you go that's why they're doing it they they're not catering they do not care about the well in my opinion they do not care about the people who 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 just want to experience the story it is all about keeping you know that cash flow uh flow going for the um for the folks who 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 play uh the game for um for uh I must say monetary reasons, but 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 are basically playing it for for we're going to go in and the we're e-sports. going to... yeah, it's esports, pretty much, you know. But Halo wouldn't
0: be Halo if it wasn't for the story.
2: Yeah, no, I get it. No, I get it. It just that's I, why it just kind of sucks. That's why, why, why it just
0: makes like no sense to me. I, I don't know, man, and and. The, I, and, and all these these positive scores that this that this game got by the so-called gaming websites, if if all of this because I didn't even know that you couldn't restart the campaign, how you give the a game like this that high of a score, and it lacking these basic features, I man, you can't tell me these companies aren't on the take. You can't tell me that 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 these 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 influencers. And these uh, uh, paid so-called gaming journalists, journalists are not on the take. If this is what's going on, man, that's crazy.
1: Well, you, can't, you, t- you
0: can't tell me folks ain't getting paid behind this.
1: We'll have to see. Anyone out there that's p- currently playing, definitely let us know. I know a lot of people are watching Halo and watching Master Chief's butt and <laughs> his face, uh, helmet taken off. I heard the the show's actually gotten better this uh, past episode, I guess. But hey, this is not a TV podcast; it's a gaming podcast, so <laughs> you hear more of that discussion on GH Radio, if maybe if we record an episode again. So, but uh, I don't know. It's all that's me. Uh, that's the news for this episode. All right. So, all right. Uh,
0: with that, we're going to give our listeners an update on our game nights. So, Trader Joe, one more time. The mic is yours, my friend.
1: All right. Yes, uh, we game every night together on Thursday, 6 o'clock Pacific time, 9 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, definitely join our Discord. Our Discord information's on our Twitter account on here, and you can go to let me get the URL for you right now on here. Uh, our Twitter account at Gaming Vessels on Twitter. There is a link on there to go ahead and join our Discord on here. So it's discord.com forward slash invite forward slash n4 the capital letter Q lower letter u capital letter xs lower letter c to join our discord or they check our twitter account if need be but uh you know we've uh, in this past like three four weeks have been advertising a free copy of risk of rain one and two for the playstation 4 we do have three physical copies to give away and so we are going to go ahead and do our random drawing right now for all three copies on Mm -hmm. this. So let me go ahead here. And of course, you know, if you happen to live out of the general US, uh, we will send you something comparable so you could pick up the uh, game in your currency of choice on the platform of choice, if that's the case on there. So because, you know, obviously I don't want to be sending... A disc out to your region that you might not be able to play if need be. So, on here. So, without further ado, I don't know if you cue in the drum roll. All right, number 13, number 13, John BT. Listen John BT. Congratulations, John. All right, good deal, good deal. Okay. Let me go ahead and I'll highlight that. That way we'll roll with this next number. Next number. Glovebox. All right, Glovebox. And, you know, everyone on our uh, Discord gets entered into the contest. So that's why Glovebox has one on here. And then last but not least, Fred French. Fred French, you have won a free copy of Risk of Rain 1 and 2. So... Congratulations, Congratulations to all. To everybody. Creators. So that is going to be Fred French, uh, good old glove box and John BT. Uh, thank you for all the love on there. I know, you know, these three peeps didn't retweet and <laughs> forward the tweet, but uh, they are members of our discord. So, so definitely put that up and, and get your shipping information. So we get that out to you just in case, just like last time, like I know Alfred won something from us and he uh, was very gracious uh we'll, we'll have second chance if something happens if need be so but thank you for all your interest and uh you know come and partake in our game night if you can so
2: yes please do we all we all we uh i know joe and i have the game we can definitely play with you if you want like to play sounds good
0: all right so i guess uh before as I'd like to say with every episode, special shout out to those who participated in our main event this week. Special shout outs to Will D and Crucial Chase for being very active in our main event. And like I always say, there's a million other things you could be doing, million other podcasts, probably more, much more than that, uh, podcasts mm-hmm. that you could be listening to. Uh, we appreciate you carving out uh, a section of your busy schedule uh, to give us a listen, I don't want an episode to ever go by without giving you all a special shout out. Those who participate in our Discord server, participate in our main events, and or just those who just 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 give us a listen. It is much appreciated. Uh, and again, thank you for that. So, contact. You can reach our show at GamingVessels at gmail.com. That's the email you want to use. If you've heard something that you want to respond to or if you yourself would like to be on the show, give your opinions on the wonderful world of gaming to our listeners. You're going to want to send that feedback to GamingVessels at gmail.com. We also have a Twitter account at GamingVessels. That's G-A-M-I-N-G-V-E-S-S-E-L-S. You will find our link to our discount, disc, disc, Discord if I can talk correctly, Discord server. And uh, speaking of our Discord Discord community, th- that is a wonderful place to hang out and discuss gaming. If you like what you heard here, you're going to like what you see on our Discord server even more. Uh, we're very active with get, putting news of the day there. We have some discussions going on, uh, questions, and just folks just, just interacting with other listeners just about gaming without the toxic dumpster fire that you find on uh, other more primary uh, or more mainstream rather social media platforms you won't find any of that nonsense there just good old-fashioned varied opinion gaming discussions and i would highly encourage all of you to give our discord community a try i don't think you will regret it in the least We also have our own individual social media accounts. I can be found on Twitter at Shonuf71. That's S-H-O-N-U-F-F, the number 71. PlayStation Network, I'm Shonuf7. Same spelling with the number 7 at the end. Xbox, I am Shonuf071. There on Steam, I'm Shonuf071, same spelling as originally. And my Nintendo Switch friend code is 7658 5, 5, 3, 3, So, Des, where can folks get a hold of you at, man?
2: Of course. You guys can always find me at uh, the Nemo 6 on Twitter. That's T-H-E-N-E-M-O-S-I-X. You can find me on PlayStation or PSN, Steam, and Xbox Live at NemoTigger. That's N-E-M-O-T-G-G-R. And my Nintendo friend code is 52. Uh, 806674 4519. Um, And as always, uh, if you message us, uh, mention the show or mention how you heard about us, as we want to talk to people, not bots, they know what they did. So, um, Joe, where can folks find you, my friend?
1: Uh, They can find me on Twitter. I'm at Jabronichie, J A B R O N I C H I E F. I'm commonly forwarding contest entries. Sometimes wins, sometimes lose, but uh, hey, you got to play the game. Got to yeah. know when to hold them, know when to fold them.
2: Yep, yeah. yeah, the one the one and only.
1: Yep. Also, you can hit me up with that handle both on PlayStation Network and also on Steam. Um, I am Jabroni Chief on Xbox, but my num- assigned number is 374 at the end, and then my Nintendo friend code 4712 5953
0: all righty that is going oh to bring... and our game oh,
1: night do you miss our al- game night we already talked about that okay yeah. cool. yeah So make sure go back yeah. to no man's sky come on I will. <laughs> okay we got this handled dude <laughs> all right cool all right folks
0: that's gonna bring episode 167 to a close For Des, aka the Bay Area Terror, aka the High Res Hater, aka the Cat Daddy, aka the Gamer Step Daddy. I don't know. He may be reconsidering his adoption. uh, Always his his adoption. Always (laughs) parental
2: status at this. Well, at least he's not eating me out of house and home anymore. So that's good. (laughs) And (laughs) four.
0: And for Trader Joe, a.k.a. the Jabroni Chief.
1: Delinquent son. Mm-hmm. I'm not delinquent. I'm, I'm sassing. I'm a sassy. Sa- sassy asshole over here.
2: Sassy. Sassy son. Used to, sassy son. Sassy son. And he
0: is the food max of gaming who can maximize your game, your gaming dollar. I am Shonof71, a.k.a. Digadulamite.
1: For the bling bling. You all And we will be back next
0: week Episode 168 For your ears
1: Peace